0: Hey guys, Jeremy, National Fire Radio, finally back at it. Kind of took the summer off. The podcast kind of uh, suffered from my lackadaisical approach of enjoying um, maybe some sun and some cocktails. But it is September. Labor Day is over. We're back in. Kind of a new studio behind me here. We, uh, we had some changes happen over the summer uh, and so on. But uh, enough about me. I want to just hop right back into it. Um, on my screen in front of me is just a friend. And, and as as he put it, My best friend that I've never met, which we're going to get to that in a minute. But um, Battalion Chief Corley Moore from the Moore, Oklahoma Fire Department, uh, maybe better known not to dwindle on your not to uh, diminish your career at all and more. But uh, you've made quite the name for yourself uh, as a social media entity and and uh, personality with firehouse vigilance and, of course, the weekly scrap. So Chief Moore, Corley, my best friend that I've never met. How are you, brother?
1: I love it, man. It's so good to see you again.
0: Oh, I love it. You know, we had uh, we did a we did an episode with you a while back, a couple months now before the summer. And uh, I just enjoyed our time together. It was fun. Uh, We had a lot of good laughs. We hit on a lot of things that, you know, I find that when you're on the other end of the interview, a lot of people don't know a lot about us. You know, like for us at, at National Fire Radio, you know, we're always the ones prompting and asking the questions. Whereas uh and you do the same on your weekly scrap program. And so a lot of people don't get to know us and, and what drives us. And so uh, you know, we did your episode and it was it was a lot of fun. I think we went for like an hour and a half, probably that was a longer. Blast. Yeah, that was, was like it was it was like
1: just two buddies talking. It was great.
0: <laughs> it was, it was fun. And and so I just wanted to follow up because you and I we chat back and forth. We can go a couple of weeks not chatting, and then all of a sudden we fire up a, a text back and forth for quite a while uh, and we hit a lot of good things. And I know that you and I are very much in tune with a lot of uh, of the same types of things in this industry. And so uh, I really want to talk to you, though, about Firehouse Vigilance and, of course, the weekly scrap, because I, I, I see incredible value in what you've been able to do with your program. Your almost weekly program. Right. Or by bi- oh. I mean, it's incredible. Um, but give me a little rundown. What fired you up about Firehouse Vigilance? How did that all come about?
1: man uh it's like probably a lot like asking how did national fire radio come about 100 i get it's, it it's so much uh a lot of it is just passion and looking for an outlet for it and so i read that's probably the the number one thing that defines me if i had to pick something besides father husband firefighter you know but my hobby is reading yeah and i'm unbelievably fascinated with the psychology of human beings motivation leadership culture you know how to Ineffectiveness. Uh, so, those things being said, I'm utterly fascinated by it, and I read uh, at least an hour a day. That's my my minimum. And uh, but anyway, I, I would take I would learn all this stuff, and I'd want to share it some way, shape, or form. And so I started writing articles. And uh, people don't have the attention span for articles. I mean, don't get me wrong; people read them. No, I, I
0: understand uh, exactly what you're saying.
1: A hundred percent. I was very frustrated as I wrote, you can find them out there. I don't know. My website's changed a couple of times. So some, some, some of the original stuff is gone. They were just, you know, 500 to 2000 word articles on motivation or leadership or connecting with people or generations or insert the topic that I was infatuated with at the time. And, but there was no traction whatsoever. And, and, and really, and this is the part that's so my, I'm so naive. I originally, my whole purpose was to firehouse vigilance was to share uh, articles with my own department. Right. You know yeah. I remember this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, that was like a lead balloon, you know? So, uh, the guys that know you. Yeah. So anyway,
0: but what was, what was the catalyst though? I mean, you, you're well read. You love to write. I mean, you're, you're an intellect, right? I mean, this is what you really enjoy doing, but what pushed you to say like, man, you know what? Now's the time. I got to put myself out there. Now's the time.
1: Who that's a man. I, I think it's just doers do. And then other people talk, you love know, that, and and ultimately, and don't get me wrong, what I want to come across is like, I'm a doer. It's it's a choice you make each day. You can be a doer or you can be a talker. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to do stuff if you want stuff to get done. And so it's kind of I like, I think it's John Spear, or It's one of the Fit to Fight Fire guys that says, uh, if you think I'm talking bad about you, you should hear what's going on inside my head about <laughs> myself. And so love that. Constantly challenging myself to, to hey, you, you're going to say this, so you got to do this. And I think that was ultimately what started it. And I think there's a lot of people that do this. They're like, I got to get my stuff out there. I need an outlet to get my stuff out there.
0: For sure. And, and so what I look at then is I, I take away a couple of things from that, right? Self-accountability is huge. Um, I talk about that a lot on our platform, right? 100%. Holding yourself accountable. But also putting your, putting your thoughts to action, which is so important. And so many people, I think, have so much good to bring, but they're discouraged or they don't have the courage enough to uh, put themselves out there or put it forward. Um, And I think, you know, in an industry that we're starving for more, I mean, we're always looking for more um, to be able to go out there, put yourself out there also in an industry that is ready to tear anyone down as well. Oh, yeah. um, You know, good for you. And I, I think Two, the part of it that really blows my mind is like the consistency of it, because part of the firehouse vigilance. Right. And I want to get to the vigilant creed and all that, too. Right. Because I think I think that that's amazing and I love it. And I know that it's across 50 states now and, you know, even in Canada. So I want to get back to that. But consistency and what I see in your commitment and consistency are two big things that I think run parallel with you and and I want to talk about the weekly scrap right I was honored enough to be asked to be on your show your weekly scrap maybe if if somebody's listening that's not aware of what the weekly scrap is Corley just wrap that up in a few sentences for me so people understand uh what
1: it's all about it is a live interactive show where some of the coolest cats in the fire service come <laughs> I on love it. and get interviewed and then they also interact with the audience who get to ask them questions live uh and usually stay in their wheelhouse although the, the coolest part about it for me is you never know what rabbit hole it's going to disappear yeah. down into. And so, uh, yeah, that's it in a nutshell.
0: I love it. And it's, it's, uh, it's a, uh, Facebook live, yes. right? So people can get in there, the people from the audience, which I love the interaction you do where you read the comments back and forth between people. A lot of times you get people in there that are friends with the guy that's on. And yes. I love that because you get that camaraderie and you get a sense of how people, think of your guest and, and, and prompt you sometimes to ask things that might be able to poke or prod a little bit further, which I love.
1: And the cool part is as the network grows, you know, as, as, as you make these connections, like me and you have connected, whenever I have like Rob on, I can call you and say, Hey, what's something I can ask Rob that you know, other people might not know, or give me some insight. And it's really cool as the network grows to be able to do that. And then of course the busting of the chops from the audience is phenomenal. When you got a, a captain busting his driver or, you know, the chief that retired five years ago, busting his, his guy's chops. It's just, you can't beat that. for Yeah. A, and
0: you, and you mentioned cool cats. Yes. I mean, you're, you're interviewing, you know, it, it takes.
1: I'm interviewing one of the coolest cats in the fire service. That's what I'm saying. Or he's interviewing me right now. Well, of course, of course. Yeah. Right.
0: But we're the coolest because we do the interviewing. So, I mean, you know, it's it's us, Corley, is what works there. But but truly, though, when you say that, when you look at the, the lineup that you've had, a lot goes into trust. Right. These people have worked <laughs> very hard to create their uh, persona and personal uh, put their personal stamp on the American Fire Service. And a lot Absolutely. of them are on a national stage and, and quite often they're quite protective of what they've done and who they are and i know i know for a fact too because you and i we run kind of in parallel if you will trying to do the same thing here always trying to bring value and always trying to recognize the betterment of the job that over time you become a trusted platform and and what that does is just continue to open up incredible doors
1: no no talk talk about that extremely humble the fact that like when i started uh like national fire radio is what I looked up to You're So ridiculous. for you, for you to say that I'm running parallel is crazy I, to me. So long story short, uh, no, um, the, the when you started saying trust, I, I, at first I was laughing because there's times when, cause there's two people that come on the scrap and it is, it is the, uh, the heavy hitter that everybody knows their name the minute they hear it, you know what I'm right. saying? They can, they, they can associate it with a message. And then the sure. other person, not as uh, often, is the completely unknown guy that was suggested to me because someone I trusted said, this guy's passionate. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and this and this is something, I don't know if people know this at all, but no one comes on the scrap by asking to come on the scrap. And so... <laughs> it's i do same exact thing it's brother not, it's not a rule but it's like if uh and so but if someone <coughs> anyway yes if someone suggests them then i always look into them and and there's a lot of trust there because sometimes i'm like please don't let this guy be a stinker you know and i'm and i'm constantly blown away by the passion so so far knocking on wood uh that part's been good on the on, to address your point um the american fire service just has some awesome leaders and, oh my god so and, good their messages are so powerful. And the cool part is, you know, um, I, I, I had like Rob Backer on was the last scrap 102. 102. Yeah. One Oh two. And I told him at the beginning, you know, Hey, I'm not trying to give your class over a scrap, but let's de- delve into it, dude. And he just gave knowledge. I mean, you got to just write down just knowledge he just gave, you know, and it's, and and all of them are that way. Every one of them from Todd Edwards, Kurt Isaacson, all the way uh, back, I, Frank So I mean, just, just uh, the unbelievable passion and humility that they allow me to just sit there and listen to. So, and then I, I love get it. credit. I get credit for it being good. And it's yeah, like, but, yeah, what, okay.
0: but Corley, what you've done is you've been able to navigate a system of tradition and find a different way to deliver the message where it's, it's, it's a better listening experience. It's a better learning environment. Right. And I, and that's what I love about what you've done with the weekly scrap, because it's, it's poignant, it's targeted, It's all about the guest and their message. And if it goes down a hole, it goes down a hole at National Fire Radio. We try to talk about like the backstory of what got Corley Moore here today. And I I love to capture the stories of the individual. Right. That's important to me. Right. because I think that we I think that we need to know the background of the people that are uh, unconditionally in love with this job. And it's Oops. important to know where they came from and their background, because that's what fuels them for today. And and so that's what we've built our podcast on amongst other things that we do. But that's what's important to me. But for you, you love the target rabbit holes. You talk about rabbit holes. I love that because <laughs> you do. You guys, you, every single episode, 102 episodes. Congratulations, by the way. What an thank amazing you, thank feat. You. And I'm going to get back to that, too, okay. in a second. But <laughs> rabbit holes, brother. I love that. Why? Why do you love that part of the show so much? Because you always talk about that,
1: man. It's the, uh, mental exercise, the stimulation of the conversation that, that to me is, and, and I think Mike Walker, chief Mike Walker of OKC, when he was coming on, you know, we actually met at a fool's conference. Um, we'd met many times cause he's right here in the Oklahoma city Metro, or I guess I should say I'm in the Oklahoma city Metro. He, he's OKC, but, uh, and we were talking, he was talking about Boyd and the OODA loops, you know, uh, and decision-making. And I said, Hey, why don't you come on the scrap? And that's, we'll just talk about that. And he's like, really, don't you think that would bore your audience? And my reply to him, which I stand by to this day was I'm the worst person to ask. Cause to me, it utterly fascinates me. <laughs> so I love that. I, I think that's the, the thing is surprisingly to me other people are also fascinated by the those rabbit holes and and the deep dives or i don't even know how to say it other people's passion you know when you can dig into other people's uh nerd i guess fire nerd oh nerd out man totally and that's what
0: i love about it because too often you're listening to a podcast and you're listening and you know and you're like oh i love this i love this and then they like breeze over something you're like no i want to know more about that like get Dig. Ask the next question, and I'm guilty of it. It's so hard, and you know this. Oh yeah. How hard is it to be the interviewer? Oh yeah. And and I still think I'm horrible at it because there's times that I get done with podcasts, and then I think to myself like I should ask this question. I should have <laughs> went deeper on this. I should have, yes. you know, like, and I feel like oh, I left an opportunity on the table. Like, and that to me, so I love how your program because I'm always trying to, you know, meet kind of a time frame as well as being able to get across the message across the board and so sometimes i don't dive deeper into things that i think would take an hour just to explain to begin with so we graze over it and then for me i get upset about that you you're like nope i'm diving in here like i don't care where this takes us let's go and i love that about your show it's fantastic
1: to me it infatuates me so i do enjoy doing it now whether i luckily like i said i'm uh it works out sometimes and um uh hundred percent. Uh, sorry. I got completely. No, no, no. Take it, man. The, Whatever you're going to do. The, um, that was one of my LTs was calling. I don't know. Well, what, maybe but, it was a uh, job
0: coming in. I didn't know, man. Overtime uh, spot or something.
1: Talking to an empty microphone. Um, no, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, Jeremy.
0: No worries, man. No worries. Let's do this. Cause I lost it too. Right. So okay. no worries. So let's move on. So let's talk about 102 episodes. Okay. I mentioned two words before to you, consistency, commitment to be able to do that. On the regular basis that you do, I am in all of it. And I want to know what fuels you. I mean, I think I know the answer, but I really want to hear that from you because you might be able to hit on a couple of things that, you know, I'm, I'm missing. But, you know, your passion and love for what you're doing is incredible. And to be able to do 102 episodes between and for people that are going to listen to this or people that watch you on the regular, they have no idea what goes into the back, the back end of putting this thing out. They really don't. Right. So your commitment and love for what you do is astonishing to me because I can relate. I get it. Right. But consistency, commitment, 102 episodes. How long have you been going now? When did Uh, you start? Established
1: 2018,
0: 2018.
1: I think the scrap started in 19, so
0: 19. So two years, 102 episodes. Amazing, amazing accomplishment, brother. Because
1: almost weekly, it's almost like you throw, throw in a few holidays and a few vacations and it's basically been weekly. What's pushing you? Um, at this point, it's kind of uh, rolling. It, the, the The snowball has gained momentum. You know what I'm saying? So it's pushing itself almost. Uh, no, you all... still
0: got. Listen, brother, you still got to push that. No, it can. I, it's rolling downhill, but I promise you, there's a guy that's pushing it. There's a guy steering it.
1: In reference to the point about the work, uh, like my wife will, and she's a saint, but you know she will be I like, "Hey, that. we got, we've got this going on on this day," and I said, "Babe." You know, the whiteboard, I said, that's uh, September 22nd. Sorry, that's a scrap. You know, and she knows that the scrap day is just like, uh, it's a, it's a, you got to write it off, you know. The day. Yeah, within reason. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, gonna... no,
0: but that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. No, it the... is.
1: It is. And that's, that's any, anyway, but, but just to that point and say thank you to my wife for putting up with it. But what drives me is, um, A, the catharsis. Like sometimes, uh, it is a, uh, release. I don't know no better way to say it than that catharsis when it's over. There's days when I go into it and it's like, man, you know, I did. Did I get enough good questions written down? Is the audience going to be here? Is this a bad day to do it? You know, cause it's all live. You know, once you hit the go, it's, it's, it's done. It's time. There's no, there's no reset. There's no edit. I love that. And, uh, but when it's done and you hit end and you say, okay, we're clear. And you talk to the guy afterwards and everything. And it's just like, holy crap. Was that as good as I thought it was? Now I got to go watch it. You know, and that that drives me uh, immensely.
0: Yeah, so, I that's fantastic. I mean, you know, you've create quite a quite a machine here that is really representing some of the best of what we need now more than ever. So, brother, thank you for what you do. I don't get to sit and watch them live, but I promise you, I do listen to them in the car all the time uh, because that's where I spend most of my time. So, I will tell you that uh, on more than not, the <clears throat> the message comes across so clear, and I love. I love your, the way you carry yourself in the, in the, in the, uh, the interview when you kind of like chuckle or like laugh. I know what's going on in your brain because right now with that smile you have, <laughs> like, I just, I know what's clicking because I, I'm, I'm in the, I get it, you know? So I love that brother. I love no, it. No, nice. we, I see
1: no, it. No, we're kindred spirits. And that's why I love talking. That's why we can, we, a lot of times we talk and yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about when I ask you a question about, you know, insert whatever.
0: Yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. All right, listen, let's get back. So we're talking about the scrap. Love it. Everything about it. Right. But let's talk about the um, firehouse vigilance. Also, I want to circle back a little bit because I want to talk okay. about the creed. I think it's cool. A couple months ago, I saw you on social pushing and saying, listen, guys, I'm at 48 states, right? 48 states. I want all 50.
1: You got all 50. Explain it. Oh, uh, Vigilant Creed. So I tried to write down, you know, me and my stupid reading, or I say it like that, but you know what I mean? Uh, I try to write down what does the fire service mean to me? Like what is the purpose of the fire service to me? And so as I brainstormed and wrote it down, I came up with what eventually it was just a personal mantra for myself. And, uh, it was just trying to line out basically what it means to me. Yeah. And And when I was done with it, you know, it sat around for a while, Uh, I say a while, you know, and I was like, Hey, this is actually pretty, this is pretty powerful. I really felt like it, you know, it went through some revisions and stuff as I took out parts and added other parts or whatever. And it became the vigilant creed, uh, because I was firehouse vigilance and it just kind of made sense. And, uh, and then it, it got the little, the four part mantra that breaks down each part. You know, we do this for, others. we do
0: this for others, push, train, learn, master ourselves, never easy, never quit. Right. I love it, brother.
1: That's the short Um, motto I got it right here. Hell yeah. I love it.
0: So in in a way, it's worded. I mean, if it's easy for everyone would do it, we choose to thrive on a challenge. We want the hardest job on the fire ground every time. No one will outwork us. We will not give into complacency. We refuse to give it an inch. We will never quit. And then you sign it.
1: Yes. Yes. Powerful, brother. Very powerful. I wanted it to be uh something you belong to i wanted people to own it and belong to it but at the same time i didn't want it to be um i wanted to be exclusive but i didn't want it to be exclusionary so in other words because to me you know there's a lot of uh, you know there's fire i need to be in better shape you know what i'm saying i don't want this to be for just the crossfit models and the people who are just the best the best i want this to be for the people that are on the journey right that are willing to make the commitment to be consistent to get to that point you know what i'm saying they want to master themselves they haven't done it they want to, you know, and it, and so anyway, that was a big thing for me was to make it to inclusionary to be a part of this, but it really, when it, when you really melt it down, it's just a pledge of accountability to yourself. And then if you take a picture and send it in, of course, I'll add you to the wall. I'll send you your vigilant ID number. So you're a part of it. You know, A, what number you were joining and B, what number you were in your state. So, you know, if like, Hey, I was the first one in Delaware or That's whatever. Cool. And so. I love it. Anyway, and then the other part of it, which I got them. In fact, I'm wearing one, of course, is the vigilant tag. I can see it there.
0: It's fantastic.
1: And then, of course, on the back is the four part. We do this for others, push, train, learn, master ourselves. Never easy, never quit. And so that's, and then I wanted, and so I make goals for myself. That's what I do. I make goals. And so my goal was I'm going to try and get someone from every state to sign the creed and send in their picture. And so. It took two years, but we eventually got there. And now I'm looking for another goal, which I thought about doing a competition of saying which state can have the most, but I might start that in January and do all of 2022 of saying what state can have the most people who, and there's no, and, and this is the other part. There's no money. It's not a, it's not a monetary thing. Oh, no, I not, get it. No, no it's no, a personal I, accountability. Yes, I mean, and it's, that's what I want to tell people. You don't have to yeah. send in five bucks to be a member or something like that. It's strictly you're signing it saying, I'm going to try and hold myself to this standard. Accountability huge that's it we need more of it now more than ever
0: love it Love good it. for you brother you're doing your part in it and i love it i think it's i think it's fun i think it's cool and uh and i think it's necessary so you know it just goes in line with the mantra of what you're doing complacency right we, we have no room for complacency and then i have to say this too the other day i get this beautiful oh, no. package in the mail
1: oh yeah i like it oh yes
0: so Let's talk about let's talk about this. Right. You okay. are an absolute gentleman. Uh, I'll start there. Right. And nothing but class. You know, you got handwritten note out of the clear blue. Like I didn't expect. There's no reason for you to send me anything. Um, Firehouse vigilance, the never ending fight against complacency established 2018. Insides, a beautifully handwritten note. Um, you rock, brother. It means the world to me. A bunch of stickers, the hat, the T-shirt. Rocked the shirt the other day up in Syracuse nice. at, at the conference I was at. Muts don't scrap. What does that mean?
1: Man, it really just, uh, I don't know who, I don't know who actually said it first on the scrap. I might need to go back and actually give them credit because somebody, I think that would be great. Somebody in the comments said, Hey, Muts don't scrap and it stuck and became, I think the next week I was at a conference and then I hashtagged a picture that said Muts don't scrap as I took it with somebody and, and it became a thing of, taking pictures and saying we're and but basically everybody knows the 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 mutts in the fire service exist the mutts uh, the, affecting the fire service exist and i'm very proud of the fact that mutts don't scrap i mean they don't listen to the weekly scrap and and so i'm extremely proud of that and uh, i'm not sure i should be because the you know i'm not sure that's the proper message we should try to bring everybody along but you know uh Muts don't scrap. That's all there is to it. I think
0: um, I'll be honest. The way I the way I interpreted it was mutts don't ever get on the scrap. I wouldn't Ooh, mind that, a couple. I wouldn't mind a couple mutts being in that audience and right watching on. watching the interaction and how good. Because I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that as much as it's so easy to become a mutt in this job, I also think that you can turn yourself around. I love that. Right. Love that. No. Oh, I mean. So you know what? Join the scrap. Come in, be a part of it. Don't be a mutt, but join it. Listen, figure it out, watch the interaction, and understand the good that you promote and the message that's being shared is only bettering
1: our job, hands down. And and just to to pile onto your note, I love this, is when you do that, you will no longer be a mutt over time. Yeah, that's right. Because mutts don't scrap. Listen, come along for the ride, man. It's good. There's no doubt.
0: It's good. I mean, I, I just, I can't, it's, it's so hard for me to understand how people could be so negative and so down. I'm going to make one that says mutts
1: don't NFR. <laughs> it's going to look good.
0: <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm a little more outspoken than you are. So like I, listen, I have my share. I've had pages that were mutt driven solely against us, you know, Um oh, mock pages and so on. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, guess who, guess who doesn't last?
1: Yeah. They don't last. And if you, if you're doing something, if you're doing something, if you're standing for something, then there are going to be people who mock throw rocks and, 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 and honestly sit on the sidelines, bark and growl and spit,
0: throw them. Yep, Throw all the rocks you want, brother. I'll take you down.
1: I love it. I
0: love it. So listen, man, I'm super proud of what you built. Uh, The weekly scrap is probably one of my favorite podcasts. So I do want to say that you're just doing incredible stuff, man. I value you as an incredible friend, but the whole point of today Okay. Was, you know, the first half hour, of course, we just kind of like talked about the scrap and, and Firehouse Vigilance. But the rest of this conversation I want to talk about, I think it, it has everything to do with what Firehouse Vigilance, the weekly scrap, National Fire Radio is all about. And that's the networking, the conferences, you know, this past summer conferences started firing up again. Yes. Um, you know, I always say that, you know, wherever you live <clears throat> on a map, draw a circle, a 300 mile radius around where you live and you'll hit a local conference or event that will fire you up. I know you believe in that a hundred percent, whether Absolutely. you, whether you teach at them, share your message, go there to hang, go there to do your, uh, you know, firehouse vigilance, uh, i whatever you do right. When you go, just like we do, I come back from that weekend or that week and I am just fired. Yes. Oh,
1: yes Ready brother. to go, man. Yes,
0: Let's, let's dive into this because I, I can't share this enough with people about how important it is to just dial in for a couple of days and go try out a weekend, a week, whatever you can afford to do, whatever you can afford with time or money to do. But it's so important to get out and expose yourself to more. And it's not just for the hands on training or the mental stimulation of the uh, the lecture Yes. but it's also the camaraderie, the brotherhood, yes. this. Fellowship,
1: yes. Let's talk about
0: this, Corley. How much are you in love with being able to travel? And I know this year you traveled a bunch. You went to oh, a bunch yeah. of shows this
1: year. I've been on a tear, me and the wife both. My wife goes almost everywhere. Or Yeah, technically, until except for COVID, when she was down and out for the count for a little bit. She goes to everything with me. So uh, we're in a very special place in our lives. Where we have adult kids and no grandkids. So right. we are taking full advantage. But Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, No, uh, like you said, it's uh, the the the. It's not just getting there. It's like the world is shrinking. The fire service is shrinking. You know, uh, Brian Brush said to me at the last conference I was at, "Water on the Fire," one of the greatest quotes. And I'm going to probably butcher it. He says, "Once you realize the fire service, once you realize there's a fire service outside your walls, the fire service has no walls." I love it. Dude. And it was like one of the most profound quotes. Cause once you, you like, it's so easy to get stuck in your bubble, in your department, in your sphere and be like, man, I'm the only one I'm all alone here. I'm pushing against the, the tide of, of the ocean. And, but when you get outside of that and get to a conference and you get to have that conversation. And like you said, it's not just the lectures. It's not just the content. It's not just the learning. Although all of that is there and it's awesome. It's you get to sit down and have a beer, a pop, whatever, with another guy who says yeah that's exactly what i'm going through and then you can have that bond and that and realize you're not alone and it's not the end of the world and uh, you make the networking and i don't mean that in a business networking sense i mean that in a personal support network 100 is so unreal and with people who are like-minded and and Yeah, I'm a. I'll, I'll tell you this way. I, my name's Corley Moore, and I'm a local conference addict, and so I had I have a definite problem.
0: I but. love everything about that. Um, you know, I was just sharing a story before I went to a conference this past weekend. Um, and it was a last minute. You know, I wasn't there for the whole thing. Went up there for two days to shoot some content and so on, and and uh, just an incredible experience. Local it was a three hour drive. Um, I can't believe that after being there and seeing one the talent that was there, but two, the camaraderie, and you know what was amazing too. Corley was out of the students that were there, and I hate calling them students out of attendees. Like I don't know right, what you right. want, what, to what the call. name is. I, yes, right. I, I
1: don't, don't
0: like the calling them students and instructors. Like I just I don't like those terminologies because I think, you know, everybody has something to share, and I think that you know even the newest guy to the saltiest, most experienced guy. On the fireground, all something to share, and I just I'm don't sure. like the student thing. But anyway, the the attendees or the students that were there, um, f- similar faces that I've seen before, like guys that I that I've met before. And I walk, you know, you walk into the into the uh, you know the bar that night or whatever, and then have a couple pops with everybody, and and um, you know, you see similar faces, not just the people that are teaching at the conference, but also some of the students, and it really makes you start to believe that these kids are just like us, like they get it. They want to be there. They're traveling. They're doing this. And and I'm like, you guys and I keep telling everyone I see. I'm like, okay, but now next time you got to bring somebody with you. You get it. You're dialed in. But now get your buddy, get a guy that's never come before and convince him to come. And I don't know. I don't know how we do this other than maybe these conversations that you and I are having right now. And hopefully that this goes out on our channels and People listen to this and say, "You know what? I've never gone to a conference before. I'd love it. and if we can if we can affect that for one person, that would be fantastic, right? No doubt. About but it. But at the end of the day, the 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 re, the return on investment for a weekend away is priceless. Oh, I believe expo- it.
1: Exponential, man. Just just phenomenal. I I, I can't even say um, a couple kids. You know, before I was even big into conference, a couple kids went to Wichita Hot. Uh, Five years ago, maybe, and it those two, those that group of guys. I shouldn't say those two, but that group of guys came back and have had such a profound impact on my department in tactics from what they brought back. It was over time. It wasn't like they came back and said, "Hey, guys, check this out," and everybody right. bought in. But the uh, attrition and the 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 fact that it was vetted, badass knowledge that they brought back over time, it just took hold. And so it's it's really really exciting, uh, and I think something that you really. T- <laughs> touched on and almost every conference you go to someone will say something along one of the presenters will say something along the lines of the people that need to hear this message aren't here you know you guys are the fired up ones you guys are the one percent you know or something like that but and i think you know to me it's like i'm the opposite i'm like no these are the people exactly who need to hear it because this gets them fired up and i make the analogy because right now it's very um what is it uh, people are probably tired of the analogy but it's we we are the pandemic we are the super spreader events and like you said if you can just bring one and get another person infected you know what i'm saying and then they can take it back to their department and let that infection spread it's uh and i mean it in a passionate way not a not a COVID 19 way no i get just it, dude. an analogy
0: chief i get it completely right i mean it's just it's It's being able to pass that on and explain, even if it's even if it's a local weekend, three towns over where a speaker is coming in from the outside. Yes. Take a Saturday and go, you know, expose yourself to a room full of people that want to be better. Expose yourself to a room of people that know there's more to it than inside their walls. Right. Like Brian Brush said. Let me tell you something about that guy real quick unbelievable, right? What he's been doing and and his contributions to the fire service. I met him this past year at FDIC. I had never met him before, never even spoken to him. Right on. Uh, But it was always one guy that I was like, I'd love to meet this guy and so on. And uh, and he came up to me and said hello. And it was just (laughs) a huge moment. Like, it was really cool, man. I totally like fangirled uh, this FDIC with a lot of people uh, when I was there. But it's so cool. And I wish more people would. I wish more people Would be passionate and understanding about the contributions that these guys are making to the American fire service and understand that they want to know them, understand they need to know them intimately get to know these guys get to know their backstories get to know what their contribution is to the fire service I just it's so important to me, it really is.
1: And that's I think I think man, I I can I know that's a passion years we talked so many times the the whole the carrying making sure the legacy doesn't just fade out when they retire or, you know, the, the preserving, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Preserving and, and spreading. Uh, I know that's a massive passion for national fire radio. And I love, I think that's one thing I just look up to so much.
0: A hundred percent. But, but the other thing too, Corley, not to, not to jump in, but the other thing too, though, is understand that it's not just these guys on a national platform that are making these incredible, uh incredible programs and and uh, redefining some of what we know Impact, right? right I mean yeah right but also look to that guy in your firehouse look to that guy in the company next door to you that's got the some years in and has something to say and give him an open mind and listen because it's not just the guys on the big stage right on that's why for us like I love and you said it before too with the scrap right like sometimes we get guys in there that nobody knows who they are and mm-hmm. I love interviewing guys that that I looked up to because I know if I looked up to them, chances are their message was good enough that everybody should be looking up to them. They're just on a smaller stage. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Important.
1: Dude. The, uh, the, the passion has no, uh, what is it size? I don't know. It's no size limit. Like in, and when you can, when you can tap into it. And then when you can take a 35 year guy that works somewhere, um, and, and he's still plugged in and if you can just get one nugget from him about why he stayed plugged in, then you are so far ahead of the game. If that, if that makes any sense at all, just one nugget of why a 35 year guy can still be passionate about the job, then you're ahead.
0: Orly, I'm you know, I live on social and uh, I, you know, with nine 11 coming up this weekend yeah. and, and so on the 20th anniversary of it and so on, you know, there's a lot of images coming through. I mean, being, uh, where I live, it's such an influence of the FDMY. You know, I'm 20 minutes outside of New York City where I am. And so, you know, we're we're very much influenced by what's going on. And we were uh, incredibly impacted that day as well. My community, our local communities in New Jersey, and so on um, and so forth. So we, we had a, a front row seat to what was going down and And the amount of um, carnage and death that came from it that affected all of our communities as well was just overwhelming. And so I see a lot of these images and uh, what's going on and right in line with what you're talking about. Imagine sitting down with a cup of coffee with Joe Angelini, senior 40 year, you know, 40 year firefighter, backstep senior man on the job of rescue one. Like, imagine just sitting down and being able to share a cup of coffee with that gentleman for three minutes or an hour. Just Mm -hmm. incredible incredible
1: yeah, yeah. if that yeah we just right? watched uh we set the fires we were on duty last night we set the fire station we watched i don't know if you've seen it the documentary made by the two french brothers um, no
0: i you know i never so they were the ones that caught, seen, captured
1: yes the, they were, the first they were plane inside, right yeah they were inside right uh, when it, you know inside the plaza i it take it back runs. i've seen a lot
0: i don't I, i'm sure i've seen it over the years, but I don't recall like no, no, all of same yeah.
1: boat. And I, my, my, my major at this, the station last night. He's like, "Hey, you've never seen this. Let's watch this." So we actually sat and watched. It. It's super powerful. And right now, it's just, uh, well, but it Angelini came up. We were discussing mm-hmm. him, you know, and that, it's just funny that you brought it up today. So uh, I
0: just, I never had the opportunity to meet such a gentleman. Um, but you know, you look at what is said about him. You look at people that knew him. You know, you look at the impact that he left. I mean, it's just so powerful how can you not understand respect and want to be a part of that right. you know what i'm saying and that's where i think conferences the kitchen table con- conversations like this this is what matters you know what i'm saying this is what matters i mean your performance on the fire ground is everything you know it sets you apart i mean you you know and so on but it's also all of it it's yes. everything else out uh, you know off the tailboard as well for right. sure
1: no. And, and, oh. and nothing will take, I mean, when the tones drop, we make the rides that's ultimately, if that goes away, we, we cease existing, you know what I'm saying? So percent, nothing replaces that. And right. so then so after you, after that, as our, as our part, then you got to start talking about what's next, what's, what's, what comes after we make the rides, we go, we go inherit people's problems and try and make them better. Right. And after that, all of this other stuff really starts layering in of course, training, you know, passion. And that's why for me, Of course, complacency is my is the number one enemy of the fire service in my little in my head, uh, because that's what stops and shuts down those things that prepare us for that. But like you said, these conversations, coffee on the on the front bumper, you know, the the sitting on the back pad, uh, having cigars and 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 busting shops, uh, sharing stories, absorbing wisdom. It's it's and then. Getting outside your own walls and catching that conference three hours away and meeting those guys and making those social, it's not social is the wrong word because a social network is the wrong word. Those personal networks, support networks. That's what I would say. So sorry. How's that how's that
0: ride home or that plane, that flight home after that conference? What's going through your mind? Because I know I just did this drive. I had a three-hour drive by myself the other day. And the amount of stuff that goes through your brain after an impact like that.
1: Talk about it, and then talk about when you get home, what that does to you. Man, the uh, frustration is one because when I'm driving, I, I have to be able to take notes. Or oh, really? Okay. I have, I have leaky brain. I've told you this before. I think my brain leaks my knowledge, and so whenever I am, especially driving, you got to voice
0: record yourself, then brother. That's what I
1: have to do. Yeah, I definitely need to get something where I can just hit one button and make it make it go. Do it. Um, and so, but on flights. Um, man, I pour over my notes. I'm a, I'm a, addicted to note-taking and I pour over my notes and then I have a... Let me, I don't know if I have one in here. Oh, here it is. This is from uh, Water on the Fire. So you can see my folder here. And then I co- color code and tab because like I said, I'm Ada. But if it's orange, it's a badass quote. So organized chaos saves people's lives mo davis said it this was revolutionary fire tactics the lake one and organized chaos saves people's lives i love that quote and it's going to make it onto a firehouse vigilance meme and it's going to say mo davis below and i got to get a cool picture of Mo davis to put it on one of my favorite people in the entire world one of the best dudes in the fire service man um and but uh so in answer to your question it's just it's just trying to organize everything i learned and not lose it what are you going to do with that um Try to organize it into something that is is distributable in a uh, when I give a class, I, I try. One of the things I think I'm good at is taking a a concept, a, a um, abstract concept and, and visualizing it, turning it into a visual representation. And so what I try to do is absorb the knowledge. <laughs> long story short, turn. Turn it into a presentation that comes across that actually can keep a firefighter's attention because the average firefighter, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, they generally don't like sitting and listening to someone talk for long periods of time. I get it. They they need some engagement. And so I try to be visually stimulating and engaging when I'm teaching. And that's what I'm constantly looking for is what I can connect with and pass on. Um, Rules, regulations, and policies cannot make us safe. Again, Mo Davis's keynote speech. But um, stagnation Wild. is his death.
0: But you think about Sorry. the amount of information you've compiled from the conferences you've been to, the speakers you've met, the people on your show, the note-taking you do because you so you are so articulate with all of that. Um,
1: leaky, leaky brain. I'm, I'm super jealous to...
0: of it because I wish I was that organized to be able to do that, and I'm not. I'm just not. But I wish because some of the best thing that's ever happened in my life when in NFR world is stuff that I've experienced and we never captured it. We didn't video it. We didn't record it. I didn't get it. And, uh, and, and that upsets me, man. Some of the, I've had some of the most incredible conversations with people and it's conversations I'll take to my grave because, you know, like I can't, I just didn't have a chance to share it. Right. You right. know, it's incredible. And, and-
1: and while it, while it looks extremely organized, this is the chaos that is me trying to organize the chaos that is my brain. That's all this is. This is my never ending battle into trying to organize my brain. And so I love it. It's a struggle, brother. I promise you.
0: Oh, I'm sure it is, man, because, but that's, that's that passion. That's that drive and desire that you have. I mean, you, you are into this, man. And that's why a, a guy like yourself can create the vigilant creed. And that's why a guy like yourself dives into and is consistent, Uh, And your commitment to the scrap is there. I mean, these are things that you just do on a regular, which is just incredible, um, truly. So it's
1: exciting. You speak very kindly, very, very kindly. But the the micro conferences, (laughs) uh, again, I think cause I want st- to, I want to touch on this when we talked yeah, earlier, do it's, it. the, the world is shrinking and the internet has made it shrink. And the, and the biggest thing is, you know, it's the same thing that happened to the record companies and the publishing companies is happening to the giant. And again, I've, I've never been to FDIC. I'm going to try and go and I'll, I'll keep submitting classes. And then one day I'll make it and teach there, but the uh, I'm not knocking it. It's just the world has shifted away from the, the big gatekeeper controlling what, what gets out there. And now anybody can do it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's anybody can me and you can cut an album today, you know, and put it out there and it'll be on iTunes tomorrow. Correct. I'm not saying it'll be good, but it'll be out there. And so the gatekeepers gone. And so, and that's happened. The same thing's happening to the big publications, whether it's time magazine, people magazine, it's also happening to firehouse and fire engineering is they're trying to look for a way to stay relevant in this ever changing world. And, um, and they're, they're they're don't get me wrong i'm not knocking it's just it's it's the world's changing it's getting smaller and the the i don't think it would have been possible to have these conferences 15 years ago 10 years ago no and it just wasn't possible
0: no and i think what's going to happen too ultimately is they're popping up everywhere and i mean you can go probably every weekend in the year there's one somewhere right but at the end of the day i think they're going to I think over the next few years with the popularity of them, some of them are going to filter out, some are going to merge, some aren't going to be sustainable. Right. And then you're going to come out to what I think the the future market will be, will be six to eight headlining conferences that are regional across the country that bring in the best talent with the best message X, Y, and Z. Uh, And, and I think that the bigger shows are going to begin to struggle a little bit and I, uh, you know, and so on. And I just think it's the makeup, the delivery, The, uh, you know, the ability for people to attend, um, you know, and so on. I mean, it's just uh, if you can drive three hours instead of fly, you know, the price savings right there. Right. And then, you know, everything that goes along with it. But I think that ultimately what we have to be conscious of is look at the conference, see what the message is overall, see what they're trying to deliver, you know, and then surround yourself with that. And if you find something that clicks for you, go. go, go try it. Take somebody with you. Take somebody that you don't think would ever go. And I promise
1: you, if you are looking to find something, you will always get something out of it, man. I mean, if the only people I ever see who don't get something out of them are the ones who are on duty and forced to go and come there with a bad attitude, you know, and those are the only people. And those are the ones I you don't want there. Let me ask you.
0: Let me ask you this. You said you've been taking your wife with you. Yes. I'm sure she's very much like my wife. I mean, she's super patient, deals with what we do because right. this is, you know, you and I are, we're pretty deep in this, right? Right. Um, what was her take when she started to where she is now with the conferences?
1: Man, I'd have to, I don't mean
0: to put you on the spot with no, that, no, no, but no, I know I... it was hard for my, I'll I'll preface it with this. Terry was um, she understood the fire service. We were together for 20 years. She gets it, but she, um, uh, it interferes with things sure. at times. And so, you know, Understatement. and and uh, and what these conferences and the more that we go to, um, she has started to see the return, the personal return that I'm getting ongoing and how important they are to me. And so it was like an evolution with her to understand that, one, it was a party and you went to go hang out with the boys to more that it's a more fulfilling um, weekend or time away that you get incredible value. And frankly, for me, like that's my recharge, you know, and I need that.
1: Yes. What was it? What was it with you? I'm just curious. Man, you're, you're really hitting on some of the same stuff. Obviously some, <laughs> some, some uh, similarities. Yeah. Uh, one, Amanda's a saint. I always say that, but I mean, yep. it, man, she is a, saint, but with you. she is also, she has this gift of infatuation. And what I mean by that is if she can be shown a new area, she will find something interesting there to go and do and be infatuated by that's cool. And it, any sort of historical thing, any sort mm-hmm. of uh, li- uh, animal based uh, attraction of any sure, sort. Sure. 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 So on the, on the traveling side of it, she completely, she, while I'm in class, she won't go to classes obviously, but she finds awesome stuff to do in the area. And then you sometimes we'll find, I mean, I try to make it a point. We always do something together there. Yeah, of course. The other part is, is the social side of it. She's uh, an awesome social sidekick and keeps me because i tell people this all the time they don't understand i'm a heavily introverted person and uh and so when i'm in a social setting especially the fellowshipping i get drained super fast and she's really good at keeping me uh on pace on point and so uh
0: i can't wait i can't wait to run with you at a show i'm excited (laughs) My, I go, go, go! Like, no, you,
1: like you might be one of the most extroverted people I know. <laughs> At least you know, because I haven't met you, but it seems like it. You know what I'm saying? That's fantastic. I, it's funny, my guys,
0: when we go do projects or we, you know, we go work with a manufacturer for a weekend or a week, and or we go to shows. I am just like a hundred miles an hour the whole time. And these guys look at me, and like by day two, they're just looking at me. Exhausted. like, You got, got to stop. Like you got to you got to slow down. You know.
1: And I'm like all. I can't. I'm
0: like we're here for one. We got a job to do. Let's do it. You know. No, I love it, dude. I yeah. love it. No, it hits fun. the point
1: where I'll just be up against the wall, just like up against the wall, holding my drink, just be like, mm.
0: yep. But I so talk. <laughs> all right. So then, so, I mean, so that's fantastic. though. I mean, and on you,
1: the point on Amanda, real quick. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, This point. And, yeah, but, but you nailed it when when they realized that firemen. Can get together. Firefighters can get together and literally talk shop until three in the morning. Hundred percent. And it, and that's what they're doing when yep. when they realize they're like seriously, you guys are still talking about that. It's yep. a smoothbore, you know. Uh, it's a truck. It's like why are you still talking about this? And once they realize that there is no uh, hidden agenda or you know insert whatever no party agenda, it's just literally just fellowship and shop talk and ball busting. Hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, that epiphany was the same type of. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's important. Not only that too, but how it's it's incredibly important. I know for me, and I'm sure it is for you as well, to have the support of you know our spouses, our wives, to support what we do because this truly is a uh, it's a it's a passion endeavor, and it it consumes a lot of us.
1: And I'm, I'm so fired up and into it. And I'm wondering when, you know, cause I, I saw you, you heard the term imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I'm like looking around going, when is the, when is someone going to pull the rug and like, no one listens as a scrap anymore? You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and, and quits, you know, I, I constantly wonder not, not like fear. It's just like, is this real? Like what's going on? Cause, and, and, and so I really am just like, let's, let's take this as far as we can. And Keep have giving brother.
0: Cause that's why yeah. it's successful. You're giving. So giving you are giving, we talked about that value proposition before I was telling you about that earlier. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. If you're giving more than you take and trust me, the the personal take on this is huge for me. Like, and, and I'm sure it is for you. Like it fuels me. Like you wouldn't believe I can't, you couldn't put a value on it. You know what I'm saying?
1: People ask me that question. How do you do a scrap every week? You know? And I'm like, I don't think you understand, man. And I tell people this and I mean it. I am the luckiest guy in the fire service. Yeah. Yeah, right behind me, pal. And I get to have a one on one conversation with a badass every week. And, (laughs) and not only that, yeah, dude, I don't think they understand. I I say, I know they do. It's just to me, it's a no brainer, man. It's like I'm the one who's lucky here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good message for sure. So, what's next? I mean, we talked about conferences, I mean, you know, and so on. And I know you've been to a bunch um, and so on. But, like, what's next with Corley Moore? I mean, you got um are you going to be getting out there maybe getting oh, some yeah. more of your message out to these conferences Man, what are we I'm, doing?
1: Cur- I'm currently writing another book i don't know when it'll be done cool i have, I have a little spreadsheet that tells me if i write this many <laughs> words a day blah 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 it'll be done at this time and i'm i'm super passionate about that because it is just uh you know how it is you get a you get a tickle and you got to chase it down and it, it's something that's just kind of taken off and i think i talked to you about it before yep. since it showed you yep. a picture. so anyway i'm excited about that but no i think it it the, the future is where it started which is me trying to share a message and, and 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 i do have a message to share and my passion is uh sharing it you know what i'm saying all the rest of this has come almost like offshoots that that were accidental you know you know it. my story and <laughs> and it's like but i think the future is like all of this is for a reason and it's to take this and melt it down and present it not not other people's messages not taking mo davis's messages but just this, combined with the reading, combined with the research, is going to, at some point, um, be a message out there that, that is shared on repeat. That's, that, that is the goal, is to ultimately, one day, and this was what was really cool, and I have it stuck on a Post-it note to my monitor. And I've probably told you this story before. I'm sorry if I have. And that is, I found my purpose in life. I'm a, fire, I'm, a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a firefighter, right? I know those. Those are, those are why I exist. And then after that, I found my purpose besides those things. So if you take those things as the ultimate, I found my purpose besides those. And it was that this is the greatest job on earth and people should love coming to work every day. I think they should. If you, if you have the ability to make people, uh, what's the right, I don't want to use a double negative, but if you have the ability to ruin that for people, you're a special kind of hassle. And so anyway, that is my purpose in life is to, is, is to share this message that this is the greatest job on earth. And, and everybody should love coming to work each and every day. And, 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 and there is a method, almost scientific method to make this possible anywhere and everywhere. And it works. So anyway, that love is my, it. that is my mission in life.
0: Well, I just wrote down a special kind of asshole. I think that's a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic way to put it. And I think you, you hit on it, man. I mean, that, that's hundred percent it right there. Um, it's so good. And there's so many people out there that are trying to make it even better. So be open minded, open your eyes, open your ears and try to be a part of it. And uh, and I think that, you know, if that value proposition, if everybody's willing to give a little bit more than they're taking, I think it's going to be better for everyone across the board. And I think that's what we need to do more of.
1: No, absolutely, man. And I love man, just like talking to you. You know, I don't know what's next. Uh, I, I love the Facebook Live format, but I don't, I, know get if there's it. A, I don't know if there's a better one out there. I don't know if there's a better way to interact with the audience. I'm always looking for it. You know what I'm saying? But so far, that one's working good. I started on Instagram Live, actually. Yeah. That was terrible.
0: Yeah, like, it's hard. Like,
1: yeah, it was very tough and, and terrible uh, platform to even try to upload stuff to. So I'm I'm constantly looking to evolve the technology side of it to make it more a, accessible, like right now, I have to read the messages to the guest unless they have a separate monitor to log into and look on to see the messages coming by, you know? Yeah, so I'd I, like, technically there's, wise, there's, there's some stuff. things
0: I think we could help you with. And I think, uh, to be honest with you, um, not that we're, I thought this conversation was going to go, but we have the technology that you can, we could simulcast your scrap on multiple channels at the same time and be able to manage it. No, that's pretty cool. technologies out there so if you wanted to do facebook youtube and everything else on top of it you could at the same time and then you could manage the stream coming in to be able to um you know because then you get a different market share too, different people sure. you know and so on but um you know you might be able to attract a younger crowd if you were on youtube than you would be on facebook if you right. were you know and that right. type of thing but no, no. yeah there's plenty of opportunity there for sure no. but uh and i, that's even another- you, dude.
1: I love your backdrop dude, that look, that's looking spicy
0: Oh uh, so you know what i did so we had this in the old studio and i have probably a hundred i how many t-shirts do you have at home right
1: no there's there yes they're they're collecting up
0: <laughs> okay and then on top of that like my own personal ones for 26 years in the fire service 27 right. years in the fire service plus being a kid yeah i don't think i've ever thrown out a single fire department t-shirt <laughs> i'll be honest with you i don't think i have i have tupperware bins of T-shirts that I won't get rid of. My wife's like, get rid of them. I said, no. She goes, how many navy blue shirts do you need to own? I go, not enough. Yeah, not enough. Yeah. You know, to me, I collect them. But you know what's super cool is I came up with this idea a couple of years ago with the original studio we had where I took T-shirts because I wasn't going to wear them all anymore. Or I can't right. wear them all. What I did was I put them on quarter inch MDF plywood sheets and I mounted them. So that's all they are. No, so it you looks look- great,
1: man. Yeah. So if you look,
0: they're just T-shirts. And then what I do is I put tracking on the, you know, just um, furring strips on a wall, 16, they're 16 inch boards. So 16 inch on center and boom, 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 they go up. And then I have a couple hundred, well, I have like a hundred of them mounted, but I could do probably like 500 of them easily.
1: Wow. No, that's so, phenomenal.
0: So, you know, what's really cool about that is like the, the long-term play is like when National Fire Radio has got their own building yeah, and it's becomes a machine like, I want the whole, all the hallways to be hallways, decked out. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Hundred. I,
1: I can walk by and smell excellence. I say, Jeremy Ward, this one.
0: Bro, this is, you're ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> but I will say, though, that the generosity of our um, people that engage with us, yes, um, and you get it too, I'm sure. You know, I see the coins behind you, the tins on the walls, like all that stuff. I mean, to me... I can't even begin to tell you how honored I am that people would spend their time or money to send me things. Um, You know, you included, I mean, this hat today, the t-shirt, you know, the stickers, like that stuff is so important, right. As, as superficial as it may seem, it means the world to me. And the problem is though, is we get, I get a ton of it. And it's like, I feel guilty when I have a pile of stuff over here that I still have to like take pictures of, put up on social because I want people to get, their representation and share on 100%. it i mean it just it means the world but and it's I, not
1: just because they sent it it's because you actually believe in what they're saying i mean 100%. i got i got the I'm, I, man i'm I, I don't know where oh yeah this one so i showed this the other day on the scrap but uh, rob ramirez gave me a patch it was a rubber velcro patch it's a really thick patch i don't know if yep. you see that there and but i had nothing to do with the patch but i had a blank hat and i sewed it on myself i was very proud of it there you go and so anyway and then uh, Citizens First Fire Training, these came in today. I got one of their their patches, and this is going on a hat. Again, one of my blank hats. I'm going to do my needlework. And uh, they sent me a shirt and a bunch of patches. And it's just – it blows your mind that, A, you know, again, that that uh, humility of seriously. but uh, And you just want to say thank you.
0: It, it pushes me. I mean, that is – that's a good. lot of that's the fuel. Good. I mean, I get, you know um, – I am incredibly humbled by the response that we get. Yes. Um, and I don't know if it's deserved or not. I don't, I don't know. I straw, I struggle with that. Do you I'm, a-
1: think, I'm asking you, do you think it pushes you because you're like, I don't deserve this. I got to do better. You know, like, is, this, is that part of it in your head? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's what goes through my head. It's like, I would get it. And I like almost feel guilty. Like I haven't done enough for someone to send me something. I need to do more.
0: I, yeah. And, and I, (laughs) and then I feel, you know, I carry like guilt. I'm like this guy, I just got a t-shirt the other day. um, From Anthony Rowett.
1: Yeah. Port city fire city. Yeah. Sends me a t-shirt.
0: I saw him out at, uh, I saw him out at FDIC. Um, We had met once or twice before Uh, he wanted to get me down for a show, whatever. It didn't work out. Super great dude, like just a nice guy. We spent some time together at FDIC, and uh, a couple of days ago, go to the post office box, and there's a package there, and it's from him, and it's his t-shirt with just a handwritten note. Yes, and the note itself, just like yours, I mean, just like taking taking a few seconds to to handwrite something, but his note hit on two or three things that I just don't know if it was deserved, meaning you know, saying that, you know, uh, just really incredible things, nice things. Um, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. I struggle with that every day because I don't know. I like to think that what we do, I mean, I I feel like sometimes I'm a little bit selfish because I enjoy doing it so much. Right, right. So I feel a little bit selfish. (laughs) Um, But then there is also I do have that uh, that moment of, I don't know, not clarity, but that moment, that Zen moment where you go, well, maybe what we're doing is is right. Like, you nope. know, it's and then and then when you get into that, you're able to have that conversation with yourself. It then supports what we're doing. And then the that's continuation. what yeah. that's what pushes me. Like you said before, that then pushes me to say, then I got to do better.
1: Right. I got to bring more cycle. Um, cycle.
0: And, I, and I'll tell you, Corley, like I am. Uh, I am fired up. For the first quarter of next year, with some of the stuff that we're going to be rolling out, with you got any teasers? I Um, I, want you. You son of a you son of a gun, man! I well, so I'll I'll tell you this: Um, we're going to be on a on a large scale of things right now. National Fire Radio doesn't really have a home, if you will, okay, Uh, not a physical home, an online presence. You know, we have all of our social channels, but our website is really just the Shopify build out from four years ago to to hawk T-shirts and swag, which. Frankly, uh, I hate doing, um, but it's a necessary evil of what we do. And, you know, it perpetuates.
1: Yeah, it perpetuates.
0: Absolutely. Um, So uh, so we are uh, currently um, reorganizing, restructuring that end. But the website itself um, is going to be a gorilla, uh, meaning it's going to be big and it's going to be. um, There's going to be some new types of uh, standardized content on the platform. We're doing some regular type content. We're getting into the training space a little bit, which we've never done before. Nice, but through the four years that we've been at this, we've made the relationships with like yourself, some of the some of the best names in the industry. Uh, and i I think there's ways that we can deliver their training message in a way that can be uh, devoured on a regular on a on the regular.
1: If you guys. Um, I- if you guys start bringing more value, I don't even know where the world, where the ceilings.
0: I'll at. give you I'll give you a perfect example. We're going to be rolling out a uh, regular content piece where we're going to be doing street walking. And I'm going to do a street walk with Corley Moore down Main Street, USA. And we're going to talk size up on buildings and we're going to nice. talk, you know, and so on. And so and we're going to be able to do that in, um, you know, uh, every type of community you could possibly imagine. And we can start and then I'm going to tailor. Uh, We're tailoring that type of neighborhood to the guest that I'll have on. And so we're going to be walking and talking, being videoed and audioed and talking and sizing up buildings as we talk. And um, it's just going to be, you know, a view from the street or something. We haven't I haven't even named it yet, but that's a teaser I'll throw out there. But that's going to be a regular content series. Street reads. Yeah.
1: Radio presents street reading or something, something. Something. And, you know, what's
0: funny you just said that. Look at what this post-it note says nice presented by this has been sitting on my computer next to me for two months now. And it's weird, but to me that means everything presented by meaning we've been able to build a content machine that people recognize. And then we can start putting out different pieces of regular content. Now that could be presented by us, but we recognize individuals. So Corley Moore from the weekly scrap and firehouse vigilance, you know, fire, fire, you know, national fire radio presents like that's where the the end game for us, to be honest, is not to be the tonight show. It's to be the network. And cool. um, and so I want to be NBC. I don't want to be the tonight show. And so um, I'll be honest, uh, the The home base of the website being built out. And I'll talk to you off there about a few things and so on. But um, there's a lot of teasers to come. Uh, cool,
1: I'm excited. dude. A lot of
0: things we're building out that I'm just very excited about, but it really is um, a full-time job. And and, uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, So again, back to the patience of my family and my wife and uh, you know, and the job and everything else. So it's uh, there's a lot involved, but yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff coming out um, and I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also forever grateful to the people that helped us get to where we are today. And just like you are, I mean, one hundred and two oh, episodes is a monumental feat. Most podcasts don't make it past four episodes. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, so dudes. the conviction, you know, and uh, and the hustle is real. And uh, for you, I mean, I'm just super proud of you. And I, I, I have to tell you, uh, I am forever grateful that our paths crossed. No um, doubt about it. Man. And uh, would you say kindred spirits, if you that's will? It. You know, that's it. So it's fun. And I'm happy for you. And I'm happy with uh, with where your show's headed. I don't know where you're going to get another 102 guests, but there's plenty of great people in the fire service. So, oh, uh, you know, you're man, you I see
1: if I, there's a there's a the white the whiteboard where I schedule everything. My I call it my high tech scheduling system. Yep. And uh, but there's like 40 names written on it that are so I'm at least up to 143 or so. That's amazing. Uh,
0: How far out are you scheduled? I'm just curious. I'm scheduled,
1: I'm scheduled with actual dates into November 23rd. Mo Davis is coming on November 23rd. So there's a teaser for the Thanksgiving show.
0: I'm so glad um, that worked out by the way.
1: No doubt. I'm glad I, I'm glad I stuck my, I'm glad I stuck my nose in that one. You're instrumental. I've been trying to get the guy <laughs> on for so long. And finally Jeremy texts him and says, Hey, you need to do this. And then Mo's like, Hey, I'll do it. Yeah. I love it. So anyway, that's, that's that network I'm talking about. 100%. Oh, so powerful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, two November is where actual the next 11, about fourteen guests, and then I've got forty or so. That's a guerrilla math, um, roughly two schedule. So, and that I'm constantly adding to the to the. People will message me and say, "Hey, have you heard of this guy?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "He's super awesome. You need to check him out." I'm like, "Okay, I'll do so." <laughs> it's awesome. I that's the whole it. that's the whole sequence of events right
0: well and, and that's i guess the, the beautiful thing about it right is like you said the machine starts going the ball starts rolling and you know you're guiding it and and uh you know having influence on it but it's nice people are like hey you got to check this guy out you got to check this guy out you know i love that that's awesome
1: no i need to get you I, and that's the other part is it's like I, I, there's so many people that got screwed early on because i was so bad at it like you know uh but they were willing to come on, you know, you got, brother, guys, that's we, part of the process. Right. But I want to have them back. So they so can have them black. back. And but I've also got 40 names I got to get on there. And then I'm. Scared. Yeah. So it's just this. It's a great, great uh,
0: problem to problem have to
1: juggle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so no, no complaints whatsoever.
0: I love it. There was something else I was going to ask you and I Hit totally me. just drew a blank, but oh. uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, well, listen, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of where you're going with this. I'm I'm proud of what you built. I think your message is incredible. Um, I appreciate you, our friendship, uh, and just you taking a few minutes today also just to, to jump on. I mean, it's just, uh, it's fun,
1: you Dude, know, anytime. And I want to get you back on. That's what, I, that was where I was going. And <laughs> I, I think the rabbit holes I want to go down is like, uh, just picking your brain on the, I, I don't even know the right way to say it. Like, the, the the stuff people don't understand or the inside scoop behind uh, the the social media juggernaut that is NFR you know the 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 dirt and uh, so do
0: I do I have a lot to say on that
1: <laughs> I think it'd be a great conversation just kind of a peek behind the curtain
0: yeah it um you know and for me uh, I had no idea what I was doing when I started none Dude, join the club I was like- <laughs> Not exactly. I mean, I, you know, I still don't like you would think I should know more than I do. I'm you know, I I think, though, um, much like the firehouse, much like uh, working a job, you know, education's is huge, um, but you got to get the trenches and work. You know, you oh, yeah. can you can read about how to pull a ceiling, but until you pull one or you can you can read about and take classes on how to push a line in. But until you do that. And do it again and again and again.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, so I'm a firm believer. You just gotta go do. And I think I said that on your show actually. Yep. Go do go do. do. Hello. Go do. There's there's so much. And you know what? This is a good way to kind of bring this full circle to the beginning of the conversation. We talked about, you know, the go-do. We talked about, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have so much good to bring forward. They just need to believe in themselves and their message and put themselves out there. Yes. It's kind of how you and I started this conversation today about what started you and what was your push with Firehouse Vigilance and then which then which rolled into the weekly scrap. And, you know, and I I just think that, you know, if you have something positive and you have something, a message that's important to you, share it. Don't be intimidated. Don't be um, don't keep it to yourself, because if you believe that what you have is something that can bring value to somebody else, share it. Do
1: 100%. It. I I've yet to meet someone who's regretted it.
0: Yeah. It's a good way I to mean? put it.
1: And so uh and and I'm constant and, and you and me are both living examples. I'm constantly meeting people who are like, I had no idea this was going to, you know, I was just sharing something I was passionate about. Yeah. And and now I'm talking to Jeremy Donch, you know, someone I just used to listen to and
0: You're ridiculous. <laughs> I still don't understand that. Like I just I struggle You don't want to talk about struggles I struggle with that. Really? Yeah.
1: Just the dude, I'm telling you, man, when I went Rob out in, uh I was in Oregon. You guys were pretty, pretty new then. Because I want to say it was 2017 area. Maybe 18. probably
0: right when we started, because yeah. I think we, we started like the end of 17. March 18 like is like so, our official yeah, date, you guys but like
1: supernova. So, no, it's amazing, man. And so
0: I'm I am forever grateful. Uh, I had somebody this past weekend at the conference I was at. Um, share something with me that's not easy for me uh to hear, and it it was it was in regards to you know thank you for putting me back on track with falling in love with the job again
1: no yeah that's i get such a heavy
0: i get that message uh actually a dear friend of mine who and i have to say this too some of the best friends in my life are guys that i've met over the last four years doing national fire radio I believe it. And I'm talking about, you know, my whole I'm 44 years old and some of my best friends I've only met recently. Mm-hmm. And I mean best friends like unconditional, loving, supporting and you know, this is over college buddies, high school friends, adult friends like all that. Yes. It's just something about what we're doing just allows me to surround myself with just amazing people and some of the best friends I've ever made are are happening now at 44 years old. It's mind-numbing to me, right? And one of those guys is a social media uh, page that is very well-known. And he credits, uh, and he said it in his podcast with us, he said he credits us for getting his brain back into the job. And I I am forever grateful to hear something like that, um, but I struggle with being responsible. Like, I, I just... I don't know how our impact has been able to do that for people. But if it has, uh, I am forever humbled and grateful. Um, And somebody just had said that to me the other day at the conference I was at, uh, pulled me aside and just, you know, and and I I told him, I said, listen, if that's the case, thank you. And I said, then share it, pass it forward. And you do that for somebody else now. Go find somebody and share that with them and get somebody back in line if that's what it takes. So, but... I'll tell you, brother, it's uh, you don't realize the impact you have.
1: No, and, and I want to say this because I don't know. I've never really there wasn't a moment where I said I want to be National Fire Radio or anything like that. It was never I just wonder looking backwards how big of an influence you were on me doing this. Does that make sense? Like subconscious influence on, hey, <clears throat> good.
0: You know yeah. what? You I know really what? Right do. here, right now, good. I'm glad. Yeah. If we were, fantastic, because what you're doing is incredible. And, I think and it has so,
1: so anyway. I yeah, love it. Even if it was just, hey, Jeremy can do it. Why can't I?
0: But I also think, too, uh, can you hear that, by the way, in the background? No. Neighbors Landscaper right now is uh, the or blowing leaves. No worries. Okay. So I just want to make sure it wasn't coming through. No, uh, I will tell you this. Um, thank you. You know, uh, it, that's, you know what, that's what this is all about, right? We gotta, 100%. we gotta give, we gotta give more. If we keep giving, we do better and uh, we all do better. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, I feel good at night that we're doing our part and I hope more people do their part and we're going to end up with a much better job than we have right now.
1: Love it, man. Love it. Love so, National Fire Radio. Jeremy, I love thanks, you. Thanks pal. I appreciate um, it. means and, the world. Yeah, no man. hundred percent. I can't wait to actually meet you.
0: Well, we're going to we're going to do that soon. I think there's an opportunity coming up, too. We'll talk off camera that uh, okay. we might be doing something together. I don't know if you've got the, the conversation yeah, yet no, on that. Okay. So uh, which will be a lot of fun. But uh, you and I got to get together soon. Uh, there's some conversation about uh, coming your way sooner than later, to be honest. So Kick ass. Uh, Yeah. So I'll keep you posted on that. But anyway, listen, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate what you do. The weekly scrap through Firehouse Vigilance. Give me the rundown real quick for our listeners, just so they know where to find you talk about the scrap, where can they find the scrap and, uh, and so on, brother.
1: Facebook is, is, is the king amongst the fire service. As far as the firehouse vigilance goes, uh, I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, firehouse vigilance. You can find it on almost every social media platform, except TikTok. Uh, Not quite good at the arm dances, <laughs> the, uh, but uh, firehouse vigilance on Facebook, man, that's where you can, that's where you can participate live right now. Um, and, and then uh, as far as a podcast goes, it's on every podcast platform. If there's not one that you listen to and you can't find it, let me know, because I'm, I'm constantly trying to make sure it's everywhere.
0: You're an animal. Uh, I love so it. So Good. It. Well, well, Chief, thank you very much for joining me to the, this morning. I know you got some things going on, but uh, don't bounce when we stop recording because I want to talk to you for a few minutes off air. Absolutely. I'll sum it up this way. Firehouse vigilance, the never ending fight against complacency and what my hat says right here. Much don't scrap months don't scrap corley moore battalion chief Moore, oklahoma the firehouse vigilance the weekly scrap brother thank you it is always an absolute honor to have you on the show thanks for spending some time this morning chatting and uh we'll talk soon thanks again brother
1: thank you brother